Welcome to Navigate the Day, a podcast where I share my personal journey of Stoic journaling. For 365 days, I will be exploring the teachings of Stoicism and how they can be applied to my daily life. This podcast is for anyone looking to find peace, happiness, and fulfillment in their lives. Join me on this journey as I navigate the ups and downs of life and strive to live with purpose and wisdom. Hello, friend, and welcome to Navigate the Day. It is December 26th, 2023. We are currently in the month of meditation on mortality, and that falls under the discipline of will. Our episode for today is 360. Life is long if you know how to use it. Thank you for joining me on this journey of self-discovery and stoic journaling. I appreciate it and hope you're gaining something from it as well. With that, I'll jump into our quote for today. It's not at all that we have too short a time to live, but that we squander a great deal of it. Life is long enough, and it's given in sufficient measure to do many great things if we spend it well. But when it's poured down the drain of luxury and neglect, when it's employed to no good end, we're finally driven to see that it has passed by before we even recognized it passing. And so it is. We don't receive a short life. We make it so. Seneca On the Brevity of Life, 1.3 through 4a. In this passage, Seneca argues that our perception of life's brevity is not due to a lack of time, but stems from how we use it. Life, he contends, is long enough to accomplish significant feats if spent wisely. However, When wasted on luxury or neglect, it slips away unnoticed. The essence lies in making conscious choices about how we use our time. A life may feel short, not because it inherently is, but because we often fail to recognize its passing when consumed by pursuits lacking purpose or meaning. So that led us to today's journal prompt. Where am I wasting life? For the most part, I'd say I'm wasting life just about everywhere and every minute. I don't like one part of my life right now. I don't think I've spent my time wisely in the least, and now I've hit a place that in some ways feels worse than crashing a car did. Following nothing but impulsive desires and fleeting passion projects, since I was a kid, makes me realize just how accurate my therapist might be about my having ADHD. As recently as my relationship with Sunflower, this behavior of getting distracted from what's important was still prevalent. It has caused me so much pain over the years, and I've got nothing to show for all of these random pursuits that I pick up and put down at alarming speeds. I kept thinking I needed more from life, and didn't take the time to truly enjoy what was right in front of me, 
No wonder I spend so much time dwelling on the past. I wasn't fully there when it happened. Beating myself up doesn't solve the problem, or take back what has already been done. That doesn't prevent me from indulging in this unhealthy behavior, though. It's harder to see clearly areas that I'm wasting life in because I feel like over the last year I tried my best to remove waste from my life in many ways. I stopped playing video games, something that took up hours a day. More importantly, I was able to stop myself from spiraling and complaining about work before going into it which was a daily occurrence just a year ago. This was a big cause of annoyance and stress that led to turmoil in mine and Sunflower's relationship. She tried so hard to convince me that this job is temporary, that my employment doesn't matter nearly as much as how I spend my time outside of the job. After some time, I came around to the idea of this job being a stepping stone and a tool to take care of the two of us, rather than a burden on me. Once again, I took too long learning this lesson, though, and when it was necessary. Now the damage is already done. Sunflower couldn't take me being negative anymore, and who can blame her? Over the last few months, I'm sure that days of my life have been spent or, more likely, wasted on crying and dwelling the relationship when I thought I was treasuring it while it was still going on. However, given that part of why she has left me is because she felt unloved and unwanted, I'm not sure that I'm confident that I was doing everything I could to truly treasure her. Really, now living with the consequences of my mistakes proves to be getting harder. I've never been so attached to a woman like this. I never saw such a clear future for myself. And now, for for about the 20th time in my life, I'm starting from scratch, with no clue what direction to take. Obviously, it isn't producing anything constructive allowing myself to stay stuck in this cycle of uncertainty and indecision. It's difficult to face the reality that my actions have pushed her away, leaving me to confront the consequences of my mistakes alone. The love and sense of security I once felt with her is slipping away, replaced by the overwhelming weight of regret and self-doubt. As I navigate this unfamiliar territory, I realize that remaining stagnant in this cycle of uncertainty and indecision will only prolong my pain. I need to start trying to break free from this cycle, find my own direction, and rebuild a future that isn't dependent on external factors such as someone else's love. So on that note, I'm going to wrap things up for today so that I can continue doing what is essential to me. I'm eager to learn more about myself and develop these new or unused skills along the way. I hope that I get more opportunities and time to show my gratitude and appreciation to those I love.
I also need to remain patient as I progress, remembering that all things in life take time. I enjoy journaling as it helps me to reflect daily, and I recommend that everyone journal for a while at least. I feel good about getting these thoughts out, even when it is difficult or feels unhelpful. So thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble. Stay safe, and until next time, I wish you the best, and know you can handle the worst. Peace and love, friend.